The Therapy is a Christian podcast is all things mental health and Christ. We specifically talk about how mental health and God are merged together to foster growth, healing, and making mental health a normal conversation. I'm your host, Roz and Renee, and welcome to the show. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Therapy as a Christian podcast. I'm your host, Rosa Renee. Welcome to another episode of the show. Happy New Year, y'all. I am so excited to be recording. I'm actually recording this podcast on the day it comes out. Um, as it's been a p- busy past couple of weeks. So we are in the new year. Happy 2022 to all of my sisters out there. Thank you for rocking with me thus far. I'm super excited about this episode of the podcast because I'm going to be actually talking about something that I didn't think I was going to talk about, which is, you know, the new year, approaching the new year differently, all of that. And I'll give you all a little bit of a backstory. So first of all, I hope that y'all have enjoyed interviews over the last couple of months. I realized that in the close of the year, I really enjoy doing a lot of interviews. It gives me time to rest and regroup, but it also gives me an opportunity to just share other people's perspectives on different things. I hope that you all have enjoyed the interviews. And if you have not taken the opportunity to listen to them, go do so. So as we're going into this year, I really wanted to figure out what I wanted to approach you all with this year. Um, I am relaunching my program for Show Up Sis. So I had basically all of January's podcasts planned out for all of January. And I spent some time um, yesterday with the Lord and in my personal time with God over the last couple of weeks, I've been reading a lot in First Kings about Solomon. And I've never really read about Solomon. I've never really honestly read about David. I think I know of David, but never like took a deep dive into all of what David did. But I was really interested in reading about when um, God asked Solomon what he wanted and Solomon asked for wisdom. And in the Bible, it records Solomon being this very wealthy man, being this very wise person. And all throughout his life, he was filled with wisdom and just leading the people that God called him to. And I really wanted to understand how someone with so much wisdom and so much wealth um, follow God. And I've, I haven't gotten all the way through Solomon's life, but I remembered um going through the word. And I remembered Solomon wrote the book of Ecclesiastes. So I've never actually read through all of Ecclesiastics. I've just really picked apart different parts of that book. But I actually went through and I read it. And really what prompted me to even do all of this and why I'm bringing this up to you all, which I'll say in a minute, I wanted to understand deeply because I'm my core focus this year. I have two But one of them is really developing my spiritual relationship with God, which I'll talk to you all about in a minute. And one of the things that I really want to understand is, again, if wisdom is this thing that we need to approach many of the situations we're in related to, for me, it might be family. For me, it might be um, business, financial stuff, like all of these things. I always want to understand What is the attitude and the mentality I need to have as I've gone through my mental health journey and really honestly have shared very transparently with you all. I've noticed 
that over the course of time, I get very rocky when it comes to me making hard decisions or having to do things in faith. And I've always come back to in the word that needing wisdom is probably one of the most dynamic things you could ever have. And so I've always wanted to ask God, like, what does this look like? What does this practically look like? How do I practically implement using wisdom in my life? And so when I was reading Ecclesiastes, which I honestly think I'm going to be reading that book once, um, once a month, I realized that a lot of the things we're searching for, whether it be business, whether it be in, you know, financial things, whether it be in family, whether it be in whatever you're seeking to learn relationships, all of this, whenever they're apart from God, you lose satisfaction is essentially where I got from reading that book. And so I'm releasing this to say what my word is for 2021, but my word for 2021 is surrender. Um, I got this word um, at the top of December when I was going through uh, specifically like a lot of emotional stuff and decisions, hard decisions I had to make when it came to trusting God with what I was experiencing. For those of you that don't know, I recently went um, full time in my business um, July of 2021, and it has been a rocky emotional thing. Um, and I think I have discounted the rocky emotional emotional turmoil with it as I'm doing something wrong and all of this. But what God has shown me is really, you know, you have to really give up a lot of what you think you are supposed to have in following me. Um, and that's a very, you know, you hear about that in the Bible, you hear about following Christ and doing, you know, the things that you expect God to do, but really what it means to surrender yourself to God. And so I got that word in prayer, um, during praise and worship. And I really thought it was surrendering my gifts to God and surrendering what I thought I was supposed to do with what I'm gifted to do, which I still feel like I'm discovering. But what God showed me was that, you need to surrender your entire self to me. And so why I'm bringing up this episode um, in the different approach to the new year is because I really want to give you all some practical things as you approach the new year. I know I'm giving this from my perspective. So whatever, you know, excitement you have, I'm not trying to dim that or anything, but I want to give you all more of a solid foundation as you approach this year, because I think that it's important for those of you who are either starting your mental health journey you know, taking it seriously, walking towards the things that you're doing or are or are actively walking out your mental health um, journey. You've been in therapy, you've been working through and you feel like you're just not getting past certain points or you might desire certain things like a relationship. You might desire certain things like in fi- your finances. You might desire certain things with your children. I just really want to give you some hope, but I also want to give you a solid foundation because as I've approached studying this word and really having more of a humble heart towards God about what I should be doing, but also what it looks like for me to really just have a relationship with God. I really wanted to offer you some specific practical things. So in approaching this new year, I really want you to approach the new year with hope. We have all have been um, almost three years been going through a pandemic. Um, and I think we, or has it been three years or two years? I think it's been two years. Um, 19, 20, 21. No, it's been three years, sis. 
I don't know. Y'all understand what I'm saying. But we've all gone through the ups and down turmoils of the pandemic. And I really don't think we've given ourselves enough grace to understand how emotionally that has traumatized us. Um, because we've all had to go through it. So we've just had to adjust. But just the pull away from our jobs or being pushed in our jobs or being pulled away from our inner circles or having to not really be able to interact as much and not approaching a lot of or having a lot of hope. I want us to really understand, and I say this with a very, very like sincere heart, that God is still in control of everything. One of the things that I think we negate oftentimes is we look at the circumstances in front of us and we forget who God is and who he says he is. I think that we can get caught up in, you know, so much of the overwhelm and also just like we over overthink how much is happening that we don't understand that our solid foundation is in Christ. And that's a very solid foundation. And so I want you to approach this new year with hope of knowing that God has you and has your heart and has everything that you could ever want. I think that, again, God plans things for us because he loves us. But when we don't feel like it's hopeful, when we feel down on ourselves or we feel like it's not or the enemy just has too much control when all actuality he doesn't, we take away the ability for God to give us hope. And at the point of knowing this, my next point is creating a solid ground for you, yourself and God. What I want you to think about and also think about in this coming year, and this is something I had to question myself, is what is my relationship with God? I think we can sometimes be um, easily influenced by other people's relationship with God or their perspective of what God has done for them. That we, when we approach our quiet time with God, we're thinking about all of the specifics of what this person has done or what this person has done or what this person has done and trying to make it into our own personal relationship based off what we've seen other people do. And at the core of it, that's somebody else's relationship with God. You got to ask yourself, what is me and God's relationship going to be? And how can I solely focus on that? Because what Rosalind does y'all don't see in my quiet time. Like there's not a connection of what y'all know what I do with God by myself versus even what you see other people do. I think last year for me, what I realized is that I have to approach God for myself. And I have to know that no matter what I hear other people say, do, or what I hear other people say, how to fast or how to approach God or how to talk to God or how to say things to God this way, that it was becoming overwhelming for me to even approach God because I feel like I had to fit a certain standard instead of really being like, Father, this is what I feel. This is how I'm thinking. This is what's on my mind. And you have to really let go and gravitate to and cling to what you and God have created together. And honestly, you may not know what that is because we spend a lot of time listening to a lot of things that people say we should do instead of really approaching God as father for ourselves and as him being our daughters. We're being his daughter, daughters. If Elijah was to approach me as trying to be somebody else, I would be like, I won't even recognize you as my son because who you are and who I've spent time with is this person. But why are you trying to approach me doing what you've seen other people do? Um, And that's just me being transparent. I think it's important to really recognize what that looks like for yourself. 
So I want you to create a solid ground for yourself. So whatever that looks like is finding what works for you. So if that's journaling, if that's talking out loud to God, if that is going for a walk, if that is spending time reading, if that is recording voice memos to yourself of you talking to God, if that is whatever that looks like, find the one or two things you do consistently for yourself with God and let those be the grounding things for yourself. Um, the next thing I want to say is um, how to approach this year differently is find a mission of what you're working towards. So what I did with my word for the year, and you can do this as well. It's completely up to you. If you have a word, if you don't have a word, then that's fine. You don't have to have a word for the year, y'all. Like, let me let me also preface this to say you don't have to have a word for the year. I think um, back in 2019, my word was um, worthiness. I think for 2020, my word was, girl, I don't even remember my word for 2020 because 2020 was all over the place. My word for 2021 was sustainability. So I wanted to be able, I knew I was locking into entrepreneurship. And so I wanted to create sustainability within my life. And I really believe that I learned what sustainability looked like for me. And then 2022, my word is surrender. I don't remember my word for 2020. But I say all that to say is create a mission you're working towards. So how I want you all to approach this, and this is the way that God gave it to me. So back in the top of December, I remember, again, I was really stressed about a lot of decisions I was making. And God basically gave me this vision of my dry erase board that I took out of my closet. And I put it up on my wall in my bedroom. And he was like, I want you to just write out what you want for next year. Um, and I just brain dumped a bunch of different ideas, revenue wise, uh, family wise, personally, what I wanted to focus on, all of this kind of stuff. And I basically took that and worked and worked backwards. And so what that looked like is I basically said, what are my core focuses for the year? What is the mission of what I want to do? And so shortly after I got my word for surrender and what that gave me was was an anchor. And slowly after getting that word, I received a lot of understanding of the reason why God gave me that word was so that uh, Rosalind is Rosalind is a is one of them kids that will be rebellious. She'll be quick to be like, I ain't finna do that, Lord. <laughs> like you have talked to the wrong child. OK, you must be talking to the wrong kid because this ain't me and I will run the other direction. And so what this word for me has done and surrender could be a word for you too. It has anchored your girl to stay in the process, which naturally I want to give up a lot of times. I want to say, oh, I'm not doing that. Oh, I'm not doing that. And so for me, staying solid is very important. Um, and so God knew for Rosalind to not make me run away. I needed a word. So my question to you is, what is your mission? If your mission is to spend more time with your kids, how do you create that? How do you come back to that? Not only create these anchors, but also remember that an anchor is basically a thing that's put into the ground when a boat is in the ocean to keep that boat solid so that whenever water is moving quickly, that boat can stay solid. And so there are going to be many things that come up in throughout the year for you that are going to go up and down, up and down, up and down. What can bring you solid back? I know that this word for me 
brings me solid back. So what I did was I basically went on a study of this word um, and found a lot of what the core things were for me. So if your mission is to get over anxiety, if your mission is to get over fear, go through the Bible. And, and, and let me say this. I didn't read my Bible as much as I really wanted to last year. I think there were moments where I was like really consistent. Um, and then there were moments where I would just like let my emotions get the best of me. But whenever I really gravitated to the word and read the word, I found that I was a lot more calm and I was a lot more just at peace. And I didn't really understand it until more recently over the last couple of days since I've been spending more time with God of just how much the word is your solid space. Um, so find scriptures that anchor you. So I basically took a deep dive into the word and found some solid things that I wanted to get over. One being rebellion, um, one being comparison, one being um, coveting, like desiring things over really my relationship with God. And what, what that came from was more of this facade that I feel like success creates where it's like you seem successful when you have things instead of understanding that things don't really make you successful. Uh, I know that in the back of my mind, but I think sometimes that can creep in unknowingly based on just um, social media or just in general, those things. And so what I'm learning, especially even growing up watching that, I want to be solid in who I am without feeling like things have to be a part of it. Um, and so finding some really good scriptures that create that space for me where I can say, if I'm feeling like I'm feeling jealous or I'm feeling like I'm comparing, what can I gravitate to? What scriptures can I gravitate to within the mission of what I'm doing? And my mission this year is to really create um, a closeness with God for myself, not compared, not approaching God with, I should do this with this with this, but then I'm approaching God with God as your daughter. This is what I'm feeling. And so solid scriptures that create a space for that. Um, after you create your mission, I want you to pick one to two core focuses. And I'm going to list out these core focuses. If that's career, family, relationships slash friendships, business slash side hustle, physical health, mental, emotional health, spiritual health or financial health. So my two focuses for the year are going to be physical health and relationship with God. So spiritual health. Um, for me, I feel like I'm solid on a lot of things when it comes to career, family, friendships. I spent a lot of time really focusing on family and relation and friendships last year, focusing on my business side hustle. I feel like I'm solid in that. Um, financial health, I feel like will come a lot of, a lot of that will come as I take care of myself, as I take care of my relationship with God. I don't do good as far as my weight. My weight is pretty high. Um, and I recently, if yours is physical health, go get a physical this year. Like I want to focus on making sure I go to the dentist twice a year. I want to make sure I focus on my skincare. I want to make sure I focus on putting water in my body. So like physical health is a core focus for me this year. Um, but that all lines up with my spiritual health. Uh, I realized that I'm very tired a lot lately. So I want to focus on getting enough sleep at night. What happens a lot of times with us is we get so caught up in what's going on around us, 
when I was reading Ecclesiastics, it said that, you know, Solomon was saying, enjoy your life while you're young, but take care of your body. And I was, I would wonder like, why would Solomon say, take care of your body? Because long, taking care of your body produces long health or long life. And so just thinking of these things, my core focus is my physical health and my relationship with God. Um, And then plan around that. So plan around those core focuses. If it is your business, what becomes planning around that? What things do you need to do? If it is your mental health, how many times do you need to reflect in a week? How many times do you need to go to therapy and actually spend the time thinking about emotionally what things you want to do? If it's putting in boundaries, what things do you want to research on putting boundaries in place? What books do you need to read? Plan around that. Plan onward. So that way you can have a solid check-in with yourself and have some things that you're working towards to each each part of the year. So quarterly, what does that look like? So for me, when I said um, with my physical health, I said I wanted to really focus on going to the gym. So pretty much for the first years sis like I'm not really focused on like getting in the gym and lifting um for the first quarter I just want to lose 10 to 12 pounds so what does that look like that means I'm just gonna focus more on drinking water eating better getting enough sleep at night um I'm gonna focus on walking or doing some exercises three to four times a week if I go to the gym and try to lift I'm not gonna go anymore because I'm really not I'm going with a sort with the core focus on trying to trying to do all this stuff when all I really want to do is build the muscle of working out, eating better and all of that. My focus to actually lift weights isn't really until quarter three. So I don't really want to focus on lifting weights until pretty much summertime because I just want to get my body used to resting more and eating better and drinking more water. So planning around that is starting off really slow and going realistic. Many times we focus so much on trying to hit a goal that we go extreme. So like I was talking to one of my clients a couple of weeks ago and she was talking about going back to the gym and I was telling her, you know, don't focus on going five days a week. Go focus on going twice a week. If you if you meet going twice a week, add another day. But when you shoot so high and try to meet a number for something that you're not even doing consistently, you're going to tell yourself, maybe I shouldn't do this. And that's what happens when we actually give up long term. So one of the things I would say is plan around it, but also plan realistically. Plan in a way that's going to be realistic to what you actually are doing. So that way you can meet the goal in a better way, in an easier, more really realistic way. Um, additionally, have accountability to check in with you. So what is somebody you, who is somebody that you can tag along with with this? Um, for me personally, the really the only person I'm talking to about any of the things that I'm doing um, is my husband. I didn't want a lot of outside accountability. Um, because I know Nico is very um, realistic and he also is one of the part- closest people to me. Um, I have friends and I said that I would, you know, kind of tell my friends certain things. But when it comes to a lot of the stuff I'm doing spiritually, I'm only really telling my husband. Um, and I made that be a thing between me and the Lord because you got to be able to know for what you're going towards, who you can talk to about it. Now, I'm not saying that I won't talk to friends, 
But there are me certain things that I'm doing that are only going to be shared with me and my husband. So I feel like that would be um, important when you're having and checking, having accountability to check in with who are the one to two people you can hold you accountable um, with this so that you can stay solid on what you're doing. The next thing I want you to do is make your mission or your core, core focuses visible. Why I say visible, make them and put them in front of your face. So if that is you type out a mission and you stick it on your mirror in your car, um, on your wall or on a door in your bedroom, like somewhere where you can see it, because if you had a pack of Oreo cookies that were out on the counter, you're more likely to eat those Oreo cookies because they're in front of your face. Same thing with your mission, your goal, your fo- your focuses. When they're in front of your face, you're more likely to pursue them. And so when I'm saying a different approach to the year, do things differently so you can start seeing a different result. And then again, lastly, focus on you and the Lord. I say this to say with a different approach for the year. Again, we get so excited. We can't predict the future. Like no one really saw the pandemic coming. No one really had telltale signs of what was going to happen. And so we can't predict the future. Our goal is to just stay busy with what's in front of us. And we really only can do that when we focus on God. So if your desire is to really get grounded with the Lord, if your desire is to really get grounded and solid on what you and the Lord are doing, Make sure that that is your core focus. If you're struggling in that area, please grab hold to somebody. I didn't officially announce, but I joined the society with um, Tatum and Kavaya and me and another girl named Sharla are also going to be teaming up with them to do the society. So if you all are interested in being a part of a community where you can get poured into when it comes to you and your relationship with God, join the society. You get two weeks free. I'll have the information in the show notes. But just in general, if if God is your focus and you really want to build that up again, get into a place where you can have community that can pour into you. But more than anything, just focus on you and God, because from that, everything happens. That's what uh, Solomon was saying in Ecclesiastes is just when God is the main focus, everything else, everything else is in order. And so make him the Lord of your life. Um, and if you need to rededicate yourself, I had to feel like I had to rededicate myself to God multiple times last year because it was just moments. I was just like, I don't even know if I'm really believing like I should. But I'll go into a whole spiel about that at another time. But I wanted to give you all just a different perspective in approaching the year. So in review, really quickly, approach the new year with hope. Create a solid ground for yourself and God, not what other people have done, but with you and you and focusing on you and God only find a mission that you're working towards. So create those anchors within that mission and how you can create a mission is what's the what's the thing you want to see differently or what do you feel like you're working towards? So for me, that's physical health. So a big part of what I'll be doing all this year is really focusing on my physical health. So. My, I went to the doctor last year in November. I got my blood work done. I know where I'm deficient in. I know what areas I need to focus more in. I know what I probably don't need to be eating anymore. Um, at the top of this year, I'm going to go to the dentist because I know I got some cavities to fill. I didn't go to the dentist last year um, during the pen. Well, no, I went during the pandemic because I was pregnant, but I couldn't get anything done because I was pregnant. So they couldn't do x-rays. So I'm going to go to the dentist this year get all these cavities I probably got filled and, you know, do that, take care of my teeth. I'm going to go invest in some skincare 
that I'm going to really um, take care of my skin better and focus on my physical health. So mapping out when I'm going to work out, mapping out when I'm going to eat better, mapping out when I'm going to drink water and what that looks like. So finding a mission and working towards that, having one to two core focuses, planning around that, having accountability that can check in with, make it visible, make it attractive, and then focusing on me and God. So I hope this was helpful to you. Um, I'm not saying go OD, don't OD into the new year, but really just have a couple solid things you want to focus on and work towards that. I hope this episode was helpful to you. If you have a couple extra minutes or a couple uh, 60 seconds, just go and leave a review of the podcast. Tell me how you enjoyed the podcast. I always love when y'all send me messages on Instagram. Even if I don't reply back to all of them, I do get them and I really do appreciate that. Let me know how the podcast has helped you. Share the podcast with a friend. If you find that there's anything that you enjoy related to this podcast, definitely share it with a friend. I always love to hear how you all find me and I love you all so much. I'm rooting for you this year and my hope is that I continue to pour into you this year. Be on the lookout for some amazing things going on in the next couple months. And I love you all and I'll talk to you soon. Have a good one.